This week on Inside Motorsport, we catch up with Murray Coote and find out more about the World Time Attack. I hope you'll stay with us. Well, during this year's World Time Attack at Eastern Creek or Sydney Motorsport Park, Tony Whitlock caught up with Murray Coote. Welcome to Inside Motorsport. I'm here with one of the men who leads the charge on this uh, cool World Time Attack. Murray Coote, a long-time suspension nutter who just loves the idea of springs and shocks and things of that nature. He goes off on these sort of tangents. Now, you're a drift man. We do some drifting also, yes. Yeah. But basic, and, and basically a gravel Australia. rally man, but I, yeah. I do like my engineering, the circuit racing and all sorts of stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not only in Australia, you go and do New Zealand drifting. That's and right. Yeah, yeah. When did you first get involved with motorsport? Ah, that's a... That's a scary bit, eh? Hey? But okay. uh, yeah, my first event was as a co-driver navigator back yep. in those days in yep. 1964. I was okay. 14 years old. Yep. And um, Queensland Rally. Uh, it was a. Uh, we used to have a. Um, what was it called? A charity sort of thing with the girls. And what was that called? I can't remember now. Okay. Um, but they put on a car rally in Gympie. And who was it? Driver. Uh, the driver was my brother. Okay, whose yeah. name is John Coote. John Coote. Yeah, oh, so he, okay. he we did he didn't drive for very long, but yeah. I was there and I navigated. Okay, him. but you got the bug. I got the bug, and then he sort of petered away and did farming and did his other things, and I just sort of stayed with um, navigating for years and years. Right. I, I first came across Murray in the Glen Seaton days in the uh, early nineties, and uh, you suffered your way around the supercar track and V8 thrill long enough then to say there's better things in life to do. Yeah, well, oh, no, no, it was an interesting time with V8s and Glenn was a good bloke to work, work with because he was a very feeling driver and, um, and could have good feedback and we sort of developed a certain thing together, you know, about setting up a car and we were sort of symbiotic in that area. Would he talk in, in just human terms about the, what the car was doing? Would he, you know, like it was doing, skipping his own... You know how drivers always use their hands. Yeah, they use their hands a lot, yeah. and he's very good at that. Right. Yeah, okay. very good at that. And right. and of course, you can only rely, you can only deal with outside certain parameters of data. You've got then the driver's feedback, and so a lot of the time you've got to deal with the symptoms that the driver's giving you, as long as you don't step outside the mechanical boundaries yep. of a car, yes. because there are certain emotional needs a driver needs, and they aren't always consistent with going fast. We're here at the World Time Attack. It's uh, the end of the second day of running because you had practice day yesterday. And uh, yet again, Murray has reached into the packet of New Zealand drivers on soil in Australia and grabbed Andre Heimgartner. This is after three years with Alabama, two with Shane Van Gisberg, and then he had to suffer a couple of Australians in, in uh, Tim Slade and Warren Loft. But, you know, we're back with New Zealand now. <laughs> You speak a bit of New Zealand, don't you? You've been going there long enough. Yeah, yeah, I, I have a bit of a soft spot for New Zealand. Our, yeah. our, um, our, our um, what should you call him, a crew chief is a New Zealander. Yes. Our He's a perennial Australian tourist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and our head mechanic guy who gives us a hand, well, he's a Kiwi too, but there's a certain sort of a, what's the word? Making do and getting done with things in a very simplistic way. That yeah, um, yeah, they, they, yeah. There's a few blokes in New Zealand who've made Morris Minor pistons in their kitchen sink. <laughs> that's you know? right. Yeah. Okay. Um, what is it though that's uh, particularly about New Zealand drivers? Because you've chosen yet again one of the hot comers. 
in Andre. He's, uh, he's hot property in supercars. Is, um, he'll be staying with Kelly's next year, but there were chances that he, others might recruit him. He's now, you've had now three days with him, one up in Queensland and two here with him. He gives you the feedback that you're looking for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, um, he's no problem. It's, it's um, very, easy to, more, very easy to work with. Yeah. Um, I follow motorsport around, you know, particularly in Australia, around the place. But mainly, you know, like I'm still interested in V8 supercars and what happens and who's doing what. I've noticed that, you know, that Andre's always sort of been able to drag a car into the top ten yep. with yeah, you know, fairly fairly frequency, frequently, um, and um, uh, which is a very important thing because this is a like at this event is it like seven qualifying sessions. Yes, and whatever comes out on top comes out on top. So. Uh, I thought, well, he's he's a Kiwi, so <laughs> I got a soft spot for that. Um, he's, he's young and he's um, you know easy to deal with, and it looks like he's got a lot of pace. Yeah, can grab a lot of pace yeah. out of a car. So, and we don't always have in, what we're doing. We don't really have the infrastructure to have a fantastic development program. Yep. It's a bit like trying to do everything not wrong. Yes, and grabbing a whole lot of the car and making it about eighty percent, like because that's as much as we can do. So, um, yeah, I thought Andre was a pretty good choice. And it's working out quite well. Now you had three time laps today, and at this stage of the event, your second fastest time, correct? That's correct. Yeah. Yep. Um, the driver who sits in front of you is Bart Moore, and he's been in the same car for four years. Yeah. Um, is changing drivers that affecting your program at all? Yeah, I mean, it would probably you could say that. Yeah. It, it, it's um, but we're you know we're pretty busy during the year, so we can only sort of devote a certain amount of time to this. And, um, and that restricts it. As long as we're heading in an upward direction, I think we are. I mean, it, it seems. Well, I mean, it's it's not a slow car now. It wasn't a slow car last year, and it wasn't a slow car the year before that either. You know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so um, you finished in the top two, in fact. Yeah, we won a couple years. of years, yeah. and we've been in the yeah. top two or three. You know, so yeah. um, it's not quite as high tech as some of the other cars. But it's simplistic and works well. Yes. Okay. Now the limiting factor in this category is, in fact, you use a very much a production tire. It's a, it's a uh, one used in improved production. Mm -hmm. it, you only get one lap at it, really, don't you? Here. Yeah, it gives you the best. One lap is about is its best performance. Some cars seem to be able to drag two laps out of it, um, but generally for us, it's always about 0.2, 0.3 slower than the lap uh, than a fresh top, than a lap one. You know. So you run the weekend. You have six sets for the weekend. That's correct. Okay. Um, so you have six runs yeah. before the top We've got six, six sets of tyres for, for, for seven sessions. Yeah, okay. Because well, there's a shootout at the end, assuming you get that far. So yeah, there's six yeah, sessions yeah. plus a shootout. And of course, last year, uh, Barton won it not running in the shootout because they had a car problem. Yeah, they had a car problem, that's right. Yeah, yeah. so obviously that's not necessary to get there. Yeah, it's not necessary to get there, no. Um, the suspension in itself, I mean, you've obviously spent a long time working on springs and chocks and dynamics of angles and all those sorts of things. Is there much that you do during in between each run? Not really. It's more of a bit of a fiddle and diddle with arrows. Yep. Ride heights. Yep. Um, and getting the driver used to the to the grip and the speed. Like it's got so much more grip and speed than yep. the normal category, like a V8 supercar yes. or something. So yeah, they've got yeah. to get their head around that. Yes. They've got to get their head around the aero when the grip is available. But the tyre's not so flash. Well, well, compared to a good slick, I suppose. It's a bloody good tyre, but yeah. it's not quite as slick either. So um, they've got to get used to that. 
and we don't have you know consistent test days to get to get on top of that all the time. So it's a matter of looking looking at what we did last year. How do we was there a, was it a forward step and why? And then maybe making a small change. Yeah. But really for this year, and you know, you can only you can't turn the car inside out. Um, we've got geometry in the suspension that's sound. We've got spring rates and bump stops for the aero. You know, and we've got a bit more horsepower. Yep. Um, you know, that's where the improvements are, and a driver that can adapt to a changeable platform to what he's used to. Is what you do here in World Time Attack as about as pure as you like? This is sort of. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Um, it's a long way away from a control category. It's just the opposite, yes. which is appealing to me because you can express certain things that you've enjoyed over the years and express them as an end product as a car. Whereas in a lot of categories, you've got so many rules that you're not allowed to do that. So you spend a lot of energy in a very narrow window. Yeah, it's a sadness. I was talking to a former 5000 or a couple of my wet speed boys funeral, talking to them. Yep. And the sadness is that they had a category then in the 70s, early 70s, yep. that you could actually take your car from Australia and Max Stewart, Kevin Barber, yep. Johnny Walker, they took cars from Australia and raced in the US. Didn't have to change anything. They went to Europe and have to change anything. Yeah. We don't have that anymore. No, we don't. It's, and it's, it's, you sort of think, oh, we're improving. No, no, that's going backwards. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Who didn't pay attention? Someone didn't pay attention during this. You know, that's, all that's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.